0: we doing, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Sports on the Go with Trage. I'm your host, Trage. We're going to be talking a lot of brewers today, going over uh, this past weekend sweep of the Rangers here. And then tomorrow, we're going to jump into a little bit of Packers preseason, going over that a little bit, going over the what the brewers have coming up there with the Twins. But first, we're going to jump right into the brewers here. Looking at this series, game one, they tried to blow it against the Rangers Their 9-8 final score there. It wasn't the Brewers' night in the bullpen. Start looked good. Uh, Went up 3-0 there in the third. Then the Rangers came back, tied it at uh, three apiece. Went up 4-3, and then the Brewers put up three spots in the seventh and eighth innings there to ultimately win that game. Woodruff... Little bit shaky. The home run ball was really what killed him. Two home runs given up there, four strikeouts, four and runs, three hits in total, and five and a third inning. Not a bad outing from Woody. Just not his A plus stuff that night. He wasn't getting the big strikeout numbers like he normally would. And then looking at the lineup for that game, Yelich went two for three, Contreras, three for five effort from him, Santana, one for four, Canna went one for five. He had a couple RBIs, Santana had the big three run home run. Contreras contributed three RBIs himself. And then Adamus. Adamus finally. Three for five effort from Adamus. One RBI for him. Solid outing from Adamus. Continued on actually into the next game. We'll talk about that here in a second. But Adamus had a decent weekend and he looked a little bit better. Hopefully, that's good things to come here for Willie. We've been waiting for it all season. It's been a struggle. A lot of fly ball outs, getting under the ball a lot. So we'll get to him here in a second here, talking about his next game. And is looking overall for him. Uh, struggle from Monasterio over the weekend a little bit. And then Terang actually looked good in this game. Three for three, Tarang went. Other than that, in the bullpen, we talked about Woodruff. Coming in, Elvis Paguero, two-thirds of an inning. He had a strikeout, got out of the inning there. And then Uribe came in. Zeros across the board for him. One hit, though, given up in an inning. Milner came in for an inning. And then Chafin came in for a third of an inning. Gave up three earned runs. Williams came in. Gave up one earned run. Like I said, they tried to blow it. Sal Frelick saved the game there at the wall for Devin Williams. I don't know if it was going to get out or not, but Sal, nice catch out there in the outfield, saved that game. 9-8 win for the Brewers there. Held this Rangers lineup in check. Seeger went one for four. Lau went one for four for them. Um, and that was about it. Janikowski had the best game. Two for four for the Rangers. Simeon got held in check there. all for four. The Brewers beat up on Heaney a little bit. Three earned runs, seven hits, three and two-thirds innings pitched. Scarboroughs came in for the Rangers. Three earned runs in a third of an inning. Burt came in to finish that one in one inning of work. He gave up three earned runs also. So a good offensive showing for the Brewers. The bullpen kind of struggled there in that late innings there. Chafin and then Williams giving up that extra run there. Really make it close. Then we'll look at game two. Brewers won this one going away 6-1. to Uh, Freddie looked good in this one. Solid outing from Freddie Peralta. Let's see here. Freddie Wentz, five and two-thirds innings, four hits, one earned run, 11 strikeouts. Big strikeouts from Freddie there. Milner came in. Then right after Freddie, pitched an inning, no earned runs, no hits. Good outing from Milner. Uribe, a third of an inning. He had a strikeout. Pompas came in, two strikeouts, and then McGill closed her down there with two strikeouts. So the bullpen looked a little bit better there in game two. Again, Adamas looked good. Four for four effort from Adamas. Two RBIs. Good to see Adamas start to heat up, especially against a really good team in the Texas Rangers. Yelich, 0 in that game. He's going to struggle sometimes here. Contreras, one for five from him. Santana, two for four. Frelick went two for three. So a solid offensive performance there from the Brewers. 15 hits overall. Rangers held him in check here. Seager, no hits in the game. Simeon, no hits. Nathaniel Lowe had one. Other than that, that was about it for hitting for the Rangers. So only four hits in total there. So a good, solid effort from the Brewers. And then Dunning, uh, starting pitcher, he took the loss. Three earned runs and five innings of work. And then Perez came in. Three earned runs and four innings of work. So good work there by the Brewers there offensively, especially in that game and the bullpen coming in. Freddie looks solid. And then game three, the final game of the series, Brewers took that one 6-2, to two, got the series sweep. A good outing from Adrian Hauser in this one. Hauser went five innings, six hits, one earned run, seven strikeouts. Only one home run given up in that game, and that was the one run for Hauser. McGill came in. In an inning and a third, one hit, one strikeout. McGill's looked good over the weekend. Paguero came in then. In an inning and two-thirds, no runs, given up no hits, just one walk, three strikeouts for Elvis. Bryce Wilson came in, gave up one run, not earned for him, two-thirds of an innings pitched, one hit. And then Williams had to come in for a third of an inning to get the save there. Uh, first and third, he came in, finished her out. Brewers looked a bit, little bit better uh, in this one, especially against a great pitcher in Scherzer. Yelich uh, had two hits in the game, one RBI. Santana, one hit, one RBI for him. Adamas with an RBI on the hit pitch. And then Tellez with the RBI on the walk. Teles walked three times in this game. Still struggled, though, over the weekend hitting overall. And then Tyrone Taylor, another solid performance out of him. Two for three on the game. Two RBIs on that RBI triple for him. For the Rangers, Seager got a little bit better here in this game for him. Two for four. Nathaniel Lau went two for four. Simeon one for five. But other than that, pretty good job by the Spurs pitching staff really closing down the uh, Rangers starters over the weekend. Scherzer, three earned runs given up in three and two-thirds innings pitched. Four strikeouts for him. Solid uh, performance, especially against a guy like Scherzer. The Brewers bruised them up a little bit, and they scored some runs against one of the better pitchers in the a- well in the AL now, but one of the better pitchers in baseball, Max Scherzer. But with that, uh, solid weekend series for the Brewers, especially after taking a uh, three-game sweep to the Dodgers. They went and swept the Texas Rangers. So, you know, as a Brewer fan, you'll take that. Six and three on this last road trip, three-game sweep of the White Sox, and then a three-game sweep of the Rangers. They played some good ball. You just wish that that offense would have translated a little bit into that Dodgers series and the bullpen. Same with the bullpen performance there. That first game against the Rangers looked like the bullpen looked against the Dodgers. But then they buckled down and everything was smooth sailing from there. Uh, Next up, it'll be tomorrow. So we'll we'll talk about it here tomorrow. But they will have the Twins for a two-game set for a home series. Then the Padres coming to town. So a couple of good matchups there, too. But with that, we'll jump into some Freddie Peralta stats, and that's going over this weekend here. Freddie Peralta in his last five starts, 30 and two-thirds innings pitched, 19 hits given up, five earned runs, seven walks, 50 strikeouts, and a 1.49 ERA. Freddy Peralta is heating up for this Brewers team just in time. You get Woodruff back. Freddie's looking good again, and you got Bernsey topping it off. Wayne Miley starts to roll a little bit here, and Hauser's been looking A-OK. This Brewers uh, pitching staff is primed and ready to rock here heading towards the final stretch. It's just going to be a matter of is this Brewers bullpen and hitting going to be able to hold up? Is their offense going to be able to produce enough? If their starter goes six innings, two earned runs, can this bullpen balance or can this uh, hitting balance that out and really get them over the edge? Score them three runs. If you score this Brewers pitching staff three runs, four runs odds are they're going to get you a win. From the looks of it right now, this pitching staff can hold some of the better teams in baseball. Look at this, like with the Rangers here, they held the Rangers to one run in game two and two runs in game three there. Game one of the series, that was at the end there, a blow up. We threw in Chafin, kind of struggled there for them. So you look at, you take that with a grain of salt. But you look at the rest of that series, the offense produced, the pitching staff shut them down. That's what you're looking for out of this Brewers team. Especially when you're going to be playing teams like the Twins and the Padres. You should be able to beat up on a team like the Twins. Yeah, they're at the top of their division right now in the AL Central, but that's a struggling division. So look for this Brewers offense. I hope they keep firing on all cylinders. A big part of that, Willie Adamas right now. Is he heating up? Looking at this last weekend, yes, sir. He is definitely heating up for this Brewers team. And it is about time that he starts to heat up here. I mean, it- well deserved, well deserved right there for Willie. He's been struggling, but we look at Willie Adamas over the past seven games. He's batting 346 right now, two walks, 11 strikeouts, four RBIs, one home run, nine hits, and 26 at bats. That's a Willie Adamas I can live with. I can live with even last 15 games for Willie Adamas 14 hits in a 58 at bats, a 241 average. I can live with that. You sit around 260 for Willie Adamas right now. I can live with that out of Willie Adamas. And he's been struggling all this, I mean, for the majority of this season. And he breaks out a little bit and then he cools off. Game one and two, he was heating up. And then I, I'm i a superstitious guy, very superstitious. You know, sit, you got to sit in the same spot if you're watching a game. If they start to struggle, you got to move spots. You got to find that spot that's working for you. You know, that kind of superstitious. A little weird, but you know, you get superstitious with sports teams. Why do we move Willie Adamas out of that five spot? He bet in the five spot for the first two games of the series. 3-for-5, 4-for-4. Four four. Then we move him up to the 4 spot, and he goes 0-for I mean, yeah, you're going to have some 0-for games. Look at Yelich at the top of the lineup; I've had an 0-for the first couple games. Looked better in that third game. But with Willie Adamas, he's been struggling all season. Superstition tells me he starts to hit the ball. I'm leaving him in the 5 spot, and that's where he's going to stay until he cools off. But that's that's just my superstitious self-talking. But with that, I I really hope that this is the breakout that we've been waiting for willie adamas if he gets up to that 260 average that's the willie adamas that we were getting from the raise that's what he had hit with the raise i mean you look at his career average right now his career average is sitting at 248 he hits me a solid 250 260 i can live with that you look at 2019 2020 with the raise 254 259 260, if you get 260 out of him, that's what you expect. We kind of got used to when we watched him in 2021, he hit 285 for us. We got used to that. We got used to a high average Willie Adamas, and we just chucked him in there, and now we're expecting the world out of a guy like Willie. It's it's not going to happen. We're not going to get a 300 hitter out of Willie Adamas. He's not Freddie Freeman. He's not um, Ronald Acuna. He's Willie Adamas. He's an uh, average hitter, 250. You look at his highest season average with the Rays, 278 a 278 hitter for the race that was an 85 games, but a 278 hitter was his most productive season otherwise you look at like 2019 he played in 152 games a 254 average this is what you're going to get out of Willie it's whether we can live with that or we just throw him to the wind, and we go find somebody else. And and I'm okay with either way right now. Willie Adamas, I don't think he should be batting at the top of the lineup. With the way his bat struggles, I really don't think he should bat at the top. But I think that Willie Adamas is giving us what has been his career, and that is he's going to go on some streaks, he's going to dial back. He's going to go on some streaks, he's going to dial back. That's what we're seeing right now. If he can get that average back up 250 or be batting, I don't. it's going to be hard now the way that he's been struggling this season to really make that average look good. But if he can bat at this 250 clip for the rest of the season here, I can live with that. I can live with 250. I can live with 260. I can live with the 245. If you can put him at the bottom of the lineup and he gives me 245 for the rest of the season, that's okay with me. But then we look at some other guys. Tyrone Taylor right now. And I have hated on Tyrone Taylor. And I thought that he should be sent down a million times over again. But I'm looking at his last seven games. 368 hitter, 7 hits, 19 at-bats, 2 RBIs, 2 walks, only 1 strikeout. I can't justify right now sending a guy like Tyrone Taylor down. He's one of our hottest hitters. Look at his last 15 games, 333 hitter, 13 hits, 39 at-bats, 9 RBIs, 2 home runs. I can't even look at him in the last 15. Last 30 games, 75 at-bats, 18 hits, 12 RBIs, 16 strikeouts, a 240 hitter. Looking up and down this lineup right now, if he was batting 250, I wouldn't be able to send him down. I don't even know if I can send him down at a 240 hitter. Tyrone Taylor is one of your better hitters right now. And I think right now, if you're going to roll out your best lineup, and I'm going to get to that here. If you're going to roll out your best lineup for this Brewers team, I think Tyrone Taylor is a part of that. And I'm going to go over that here in a second. What I think would be the best Brewers lineup slash bench right now for this Brewers team going forward. but. I think Tyrone Taylor definitely has to be a part of that. And then getting into a little bit more there, it's you know, looking at this Brewers team, you look at them in this series against the Rangers, three game sweep. You look at them earlier in the season, two uh two out of three from the Orioles. They had won one game from the Rays. But then you look at them against series like the Dodgers and the Braves. We can't beat the top teams in the NL, but heck, we can take it to the AL. So if you get into the playoffs, you somehow, and I don't know who the heck's talking about playoffs right now. But if we get into the playoffs and you could somehow get the Braves, beat the Braves, get to a World Series, this is hypothetically talking here. But I like our chances against the AL. I don't like our chances against the NL right now, the upper echelon of the NL, because we struggle against the top NL teams, the Braves, the Dodgers. That offense is just too much. But you go against the AL and you get teams like the Rangers, the Orioles. Our pitching staff takes care of them. They do. And uh, we caught the Rays, I think, in that losing streak there. But they played with the Rays, too. So that's what I'm seeing right now is the Brewers against the AL. We can handle the AL teams, but we cannot play with them NL teams right now. But with that, we will jump. I'm going to jump into a little bit of the injury report. Earlier, we talked about it. Telez returned to this lineup for the Brewers. Abraham Toro optioned again. Back to AAA. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of all this movement of Abraham Toro around Toro. He came up. He's still got that 444 average. Eight, uh, eight hits in them. 18 at-bats. I don't like messing with Toro. I would leave Toro up. I would play Toro until Toro gives me a reason why I can't play him anymore. He could fill that hole at third base. You could give Terang days off. You could put Monasterio in at second base. You could put Terang at short and you could give Willie Adamas days off and put Toro at uh, third base, and then let Terang play, or Monasterio play second there. So just giving guys days off there with Toro, he's a solid bat, and right now you're not playing Brian Andersons because of his bat. So that's where I'm looking with that guy right now. Other than that right now, uh, Jesse Winker, he had a big hit off the, um, he had one hit the other night there in high A for the Timber Rattlers. So Jesse Winker on his way back. Maybe Jesse Winker finds it here in his 13th stint back with the team off the I.L. this season. Not 13th, but hypothetically here. But I don't know if there's a spot for Jesse Winker, but we will see. Uh, looking at, we don't really know much with Julio Tehran right now. He's got a right hip impingement right now to be decided on his expected return, so we're not sure yet on him. Aaron Ashby, they're expecting him just to make a leap and possibly just jump back into the brewers they don't know they're building him up right now they don't know if he's going to go on a minor league rehab assignment or if they're going to see if he's going to be thrown just into the major league roster i would expect a minor league appearance out of him at least a couple just to get the velocity back get kind of back into game mode interesting news though for the brewers i saw this week garrett mitchell they're talking about mitchell and they said he's trending in the right direction he's got a long way to go But he said he's working out and he's actually hitting now. So we could potentially see a guy, And like Mitchell said, it's great to hear that he's still got that potential to be considered into the lineup this year. If you can get a guy like Garrett Mitchell back in this lineup, I think he was the spark plug that got lost early on this season. If you can get a guy like Garrett Mitchell back on this team, that adds another piece to that outfield. You can play with it a little bit. Maybe Joey Weimer becomes that odd man out here. But Garrett Mitchell would be a solid add back to this team. And he brings a lot of life with that bat and his legs out there on the base path. So look for Garrett Mitchell to potentially get moved back up in the near future here. It'd be end of September. I'm assuming it's just going to be a matter of, can he get enough at bats to be effective here and the major league team here late in the season, Darren Ruff, not sure on him yet. He landed on the 60 day IL. And it's looking like they said early August at the earliest. I'm not sure if Darren Ruff is going to have a spot here on the Major League roster when he returns. So that is about it for the injury front. It's getting less and less there on the injury front for the Brewers. So good to see there. Other than that, looking at some minor league guys right now. Robert Gasser, pitcher down there for AAA in his last four starts. 23 innings pitched, 2.34 ERA, 34 Ks right now. Look for Robert Gasser to potentially be a guy called up to this Brewers team here pretty soon to possibly fill in there in the bullpen at some point. We saw it with Portman Burns. We saw it with Brandon Woodruff. Maybe Gasser's a guy to add out there for long relief there in the bullpen. Looking down at the minor leagues right now for the Brewers. Keston <coughs> here right now, more home runs than anybody in the majors right now. 20 home runs for him. <sighs> 85 at-bats right now, a 311 average. I don't I don't think that Keston here would be a bad choice to just get a shot. Give him a shot at the major league roster one more time. He's got 76 strikeouts on the season, 85 hits, 273 at-bats, a 311 average. I can live with that. If he comes up and hits 270 for this Brewers team, Adds another option at first base, the outfield for the Brewers. because They need more outfielders. They got six of them already. But if you can bring Castanera back up and he gives you that option of a righty at first base and another big bat off the bench, I don't see a problem with that. I really don't. I If we keep sending Abraham Toro around, I don't think Castanera is a bad option, especially bringing a guy like Rowdy Teles back. Tellez, 210 average on the season. If anybody can justify Teles being in there, I don't know how you can't justify him keston Hira coming up for another shot with the brewers except for the fact that if we bring keston here up one more time we have the potential to lose him. we do have that potential what are we gonna do leave him down there in triple a to rot for the rest of his life i'm not sure i i think he should get a shot at the major league roster but we'll wait and see with him and then looking down there uh, owen miller batting 244 right now for triple a other than that Brasso, 164 average, still struggling down there. A hot hitter down there for the uh, Nashville Sounds, though. Peyton Henry, catcher, uh, 58 hits in uh, 192 at-bats and a 302 average for him. Look for Peyton Henry to potentially be um, a a call-up for the Brewers. Also a guy like Patrick Dorian, third baseman down there, 72 hits, 20 home runs so far this season, 58 RBIs and a 258 average. I could see all of these guys potentially being called for the Brewers. Tyler Black, recent call-up to him. He's been struggling this season for the sound so far. He looked good with Biloxi Shuckers, but up with the sounds here, eight hits and 42 at-bats and a 190 average for him. So hopefully to see better things up there, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of Tyler Black. Hope to see good things out of Tyler Black. But other than that right now, uh, Keston Hira, Peyton Henry, even a guy like Patrick Dorian, I could see all of them. Potentially being guys that could be called up to this major league roster at some point for the Brewers. Other than that, uh, we'll talk a little. I know it's an old news, but Joey Weimer, he's becoming the odd man out for the Brewers right now. Tyrone Taylor starting to heat up. Sal Frelick, he's kind of putting himself, cementing himself into that outfield. We don't see him against lefties, but I think that's going to change here in the near future. I think we're going to have to keep a guy like Sal Frelick in the lineup. And then Yelich, if he's not DH, he's out there in left field. So if you don't have Canna, Canna's starting to heat up. It's going to be hard to not put Canna either in the outfield or at the DH spot. Joey Weimer, unless if Tyrone Taylor, unless if Sal Frelick really drops off, unless if Joey Weimer starts to heat up in the DH role, he's going to become the odd man out. And then with guys returning or looking at call-ups, maybe uh, Joey Weimer becomes a guy to be sent down for the Brewers here at some point point. and then like I talked about earlier I'm looking at this Brewers roster and right now if I had to construct a lineup for this Brewers team I really wish I could move Yelich but Yelich I would have in left field leading off for me next up I would have Sal Frelick in center field third I would have Contreras at catcher fourth I'm looking at uh, Carlos Santana at first base fifth I'm looking at Monasterio playing third base DH, I got Canna right now. And then Tyrone Taylor, been hitting a little bit better as of late. I'm putting him in right field there in my seventh spot. Adamas shortstop coming in in my eighth spot. And Ty, uh, Bryce Terrain coming in in my ninth spot there playing second base. My bench would consist of guys that are, their are iffy bats right now, but their defense is what holds them in there. Anderson, Weimer, Caratini for that backup catcher role. And then I'm looking at designating Telez. I like Rowdy Telez. I really do. But his bat has been struggling, and I don't see a spot for him on this Brewers roster. I don't think his playing time is going to be worth it. So I'm looking at uh, DFAing a guy like Rowdy Telez, and then either calling up Owen Miller, calling back up Abraham Toro, or I'm looking at a guy like Keston here to potentially be that fourth guy on the bench there. And if Miller, if Toro, if Hira, if you want to call up on both, I'm looking at a guy like Joey Weimer to potentially be the guy to be sent down there to AAA. Not forever, but just to get that bat right. Maybe get his head right and back into the game and then bring him back up to the Major League roster. I don't think a thing like that ruins morale. I think guys understand that when a guy is struggling, we need to send him down, get it right, and then bring him back up. And I think that would be beneficial to a guy like Joey Weimer. So Miller, Toro, Hira those guys would fill out my bench there in some way, shape, or form. In this September, you can have the other guy on the bench there. So those guys would be guys, or Patrick Dorian, or maybe a guy like Peyton Henry, call him back up to this Major League roster and uh, let him play around a little bit. But that's what I'm seeing here for this Brewers team. That's what I'm looking at in the Brewers lineup right now, and that would be my best lineup. But I'd love to hear you guys' best lineup. You guys want to hit me up on Facebook or um, Instagram, anything like that. Shoot me your best lineup and let me know what you think this Brewers team should do moving forward. My starting rotation, I would have burnsy right now. He's my number one. You're going to ride and die with your Cy Young, uh, Cy Burns. And then you're riding with Brandon Woodruff there in that two spot. I think he's a viable guy to be in that one spot, but I do think Burns followed by Woodruff, that's a dynamic punch. And then you throw in Freddie Peralta behind that, Wade Miley coming in that four spot. Julio Tehran comes back. I'm not sure between him and Hauser which way I would lean. Right now, I'm looking at Hauser, Tehran. I think guys are starting to figure them out. But come playoff times, you need three, four starters. So I'm looking at Miley, uh, Woodruff, uh, Burns, and Peralta to be that solid rotation for the Brewers. They're heading forward. And then your fifth guy, you fill in the gap. Hauser, uh, Tehran coming back. Maybe a guy like Robert Gasser gets the call up, and you implement him into that starting rotation or into the long relief roll but that's where I'm looking right now for this Brewers team but with that we ran a little bit long with Brewers talk today like I said tomorrow we'll get into the Packers uh, preseason game two recap there against the Patriots and then we'll be looking forward to, to the night game one we'll get the twins for a two-game set but with that this has been another episode of Wisconsin Sports on the go with Trade. Thank you guys for listening. Deuces, Brew Crew.